As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, presented by the Nation Network. Subscribe for free on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. <laughs> Stop laughing at me. Cold open today. We got no intro on this roadcaster because we are in Studio B for the first time. Dan is also here, despite the fact that he's not on the video. It's a lie. Sorry, Dan. I'm AI. We just, <laughs> just AI generated. We actually had Dan pre-record all his answers for today's show, and now yeah. we're just dropping them in at different points. That's a funny one, Tyler. Uh-huh. Technology. My favorite part was when we were kind of like testing it the other day of what three people sitting on this couch would look like. It was very funny yeah. because it was after real life, and when Jay left, Liam just kind of said, well, that's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out me buying and measuring the couch based on my ass was not the play. Yeah. This one is bigger than the last one. No, significantly. Really? So we oh, have- I mean, cause we did, we squished three for, I don't remember so, why, but we did but it. It was like arms around each other. Kind of yeah. <laughs> that buys some only room. when we had guests oh, yeah. and we made the guests yeah. sit between us. There's a couple inches down there too, with his pillow. I think we could make it work. I think so. Oh, let's just do, we'll go run it. We could just make it work that way. Well, First man in gets the couch. We'll lose some size in our bum. Oh, we'll slim down. Well, you're obviously not a nurse then. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> that wasn't on the air. No, Was no, no, no <laughs> listeners going to know that joke. Shout out to the nurses out there. <laughs> and this is Aaron's unhinged. mom. <laughs> this is unhinged. Also, shout out to the teachers. Happy Teacher's Day. Is today Teacher's Day? It is Teacher's Day. Bring an apple to your favorite teacher. Yeah. When the hell do we get sports podcasters day? When's it going to be our time? Well, it's a a great question. Biden my time. As we do every week, we're going to start off the podcast with delicious debate for our friends at Oodle Noodle. If you're in Edmonton, swing by any of the Edmonton locations, grab yourself a free Oilers Nation sticker. If you are down in Calgary, keep your eyes open on the Beacon Hill location. It will be opening soon. Just waiting for some stuff from the city, and then they will be good to go down in Calgary. Question for a non-Calgarian. Is Beacon Hill a beacon or a hill? A little of both. Beacon on a hill. Yeah. Ah. 
So you're looking for it's the a, beacon? It's, it's like a muster point for the entire city. Okay. Is there going to be an Oodle Noodle beacon on it now? Mm-hmm. Ah, there you go. Wow. There you go. Liam Horbin, what do you got for a delicious debate today? Today's delicious debate. What competitions are left at camp? Last preseason game of the year coming up tonight. Wahoo! Wahoo! But Thank there's not God. a lot of jobs coming up on the Edmonton Oilers. There's maybe a spot here, maybe a spot there. Tyler, what do you got? Uh, I think it's pretty obvious. It's 12 forward, right? It still is. It always has been just the one race. I think some things have gotten more interesting in certain roster spot roster positions, but it's down to Pedersen and Lavoie. May the best man win. Yeah. Gregor really just didn't put Adam Oney in that group. No. Or whatever I think Adam Oney's gone so I also think, I thought it was interesting too on Oilers Nation every day that Gregor, um, he's not as high on Lavoie as many of us are. Oh, you really put that dampener on that. But I wasn't hiring. Don't let him. And then Wednesday, he played really well. I just don't know what. So he's increasingly getting better. At the right time, too. Somewhat. I don't don't know. It's so strange. He's scoring goals. He's starting to get comfortable playing against NHLers, playing all NHLers with NHLers. I think you got to give him a chance to kind of. Figure it out a little bit, you know. I'm completely distracted. I know. I don't know what's going on here. doing right now. He's looking around. He's got a nervous tick or something like that. Me. He's got some kind of Tourette's. Yeah, I, mean, I do have a ball of yarn underneath the desk. So he's very excited. About it. So he's pawing away. Yeah, unplug something. Moving, yep, moving oh, cables around. Is your mic not? For me at the moment. This is some good audio. <laughs> is your mic not connected to anything? No. No. Your mic? Yours. Oh, again? Yeah. Perfect. So all of this, do we have to do this again? No, 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 no. All right. Oh, we're still good? We're just workshopping live on the podcast. <laughs> That's a good one, Tyler. <laughs> I'd rather just keep it going. No can positive. we not, but can we not do? So, do... So this is <laughs> <laughs> talking about nothing right now. <laughs> do you, can you not fit both those guys in the top 12? Lavoie and Peterson? Like I'm trying to find today's. Well, like. Uh, I'll follow you down the rabbit hole. Who comes out then? And you're, well, I was trying to figure that out right now. Like Tony Barr's got the lineups for tonight's game. That's what, oh yeah. Anyways, I'm because we're going, I can, we not get 12, seven and two or is that too expensive cap space to do 12, seven and two. I'm not smart enough to know. Liam, what do you think? Can you hear him? What's the point? (laughs) (laughs) Can you hear what Liam has to say? (laughs) I have a lot to add to this conversation. (laughs) <laughs> to talk at an extremely high level for anybody to hear me. So Dan, can you take? I remember what I told you before the show. AI, Say it. Yes, <laughs> yes, I do, Liam. My actual answer would be that the goaltenders are the one position on the roster that is still that is still a highly debatable position. Who who do we think is starting on day one? I don't think that's a set in stone question. So no, but does it really matter though? Because I think we all decided. No, we no only debate. because we I think we all did the last show. We all said, regardless of who's playing one, it's the other guy playing two. Yeah, but I I don't think that anybody could say with confidence right now that who's our number one goaltender. So to me, that's a good, it's a good debate that's coming out of camp, but Jack has reestablished himself in the conversation. Hopefully. Well, I mean, he's always been in the conversation, but it's, it's only preseason though. It's only preseason. We kind of got excited about that. I just want to see what happens come Back next to, like, the fourth derail, line. Yeah. Let's now that we got microphones connected. for the fourth line though, Liam thoughts. <laughs> Am I back? Yeah. Te- mic test, mic test. So you're there. <laughs> you're good. All right. You should have tapped the mic a I, I did, but the problem was we all tapped on mics <laughs> at the exact same time. Someone's got to say we can't um, do that. 
So where are we up to? You're a delicious Talk about the debate. Forwards again. I distracted us with the goalie conversation for three seconds. So forwards just, yeah, the competition is in the forwards. I can't remember. Lavoie, Peterson. Lavoie is on the team, I think. So then Peterson. Okay, so you, when you look at the lineups today, the way we ran through it on one every day, Peterson is the third line center, which to me is essentially a placeholder for Ryan McLeod. Correct. And then Adam Earn is on the fourth line, left Le- wing, which is probably a placeholder for Dylan Holloway. Right? So then probably. So then that's in, how I think they'll start. So you're going Lavoie in the top 12. If Peterson's probably going down to Bakersfield to start. Yes, because another thing too with Peterson is he has a two-year contract. So it feels unlikely if he went through waivers that somebody would pick up his contract because it's two years. Well, Lavoie's one year and what, 22 years old, whatever it is. I feel like you're, you're playing with fire a little bit. I know waivers is kind of weird. Like who really knows? But you're playing with fire a little bit, sending on Lavoie when you can just send down Peterson. That's fair. And you're probably not even sending him down. You're probably just having him sat in the stands, right? Yeah, I mean, you still have to, he yeah. literally doesn't have to, he doesn't him. have to literally cross the border, but you, no. have to, you have to set him down. Yeah. Paper transactions. Paper transactions. But he probably would have to, well, he would not have to go down, but he would go down because I don't see him getting in the lineup anytime soon. You're not going to activate him any point, so you might as well go down, go down and play. But here's a layer that Gregor threw our way today, actually, that we did not consider. If Ekholm isn't healthy and Brett Kulak isn't healthy, then they would have to send down both Lavoie and Peterson, right? Or at least two forwards keep to keep up. Gleason up so they could afford him to play six defensemen. Otherwise, they might You'd go have to play 11 old. and six. Which yes, 11 and six. Sorry, yes. Not but, ideal. No. But could not you great. not? Yeah, but you could, that way you could um, start doing that. But then on day one of, of the schedule or whatever, um, you can put one of them on. Oh, I guess you'd have to LTIR. You would LTIR them. Not just IR. Although there's that weird thing like last year where they were able to make it an emergency call up, right? Yeah, which you might be able to do. Which they might be able to do as well, depending. Tyler, how many jobs are available? It's just the one. Like, I mean, listen, there are the NHL jobs and then there are like slots in the organizational depth chart that are up for grabs. Like, I think about coming into this training camp. If you were like, okay, the Oilers are going to have a couple of blue line injuries, who's the first call up? Everyone would have said Marcus Niemelainen. Now no one's saying Marcus Niemelainen. They're saying it's Ben Gleason. Mm-hmm. People might have said Cam Deneen, Noel Hoffenmeyer, a lot of guys before they said Ben Gleason. So I think, you know, he's won a, in air quotes, job or spot with his play in the preseason. It's just not enough to get him on the big club. I think Lane Peterson is almost in the same boat if he isn't the 12th forward where like he's going down. He's the next call up, though. You know, like if Drake Kajula would have had an unreal preseason, maybe he was the guy who'd be like, oh, yeah, if we get an injury on the wings, we're calling up Drake Kajula. That's not happening now. Like, it's very clearly going to be Lane Peterson as the 13th forward. He's just going to have to do it in Bakersfield or start in Bakersfield. Because we cannot afford 12, 7, and 2, correct? No. Right. Well, no, we can afford 12, 7, and 2. We can't afford 13, 7, and 2. Can't have an extra forward and an extra. Oh, yeah. Sorry. One. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> Thanks, Bouchard. Yeah. Jay's not here to say it, so I'll say it. <laughs> if every player on that. the team would have just taken 100K less. We could have signed another player. Nope. If they put Connor McDavid on waivers and send him to Bakersfield, you could have all the players you want on the roster. He would not get claimed. Probably yeah. not. This is where I wish the NHL had something like the NFL, where like at the start of the year, you'll just hear like 20 stories. But like, oh, yeah, this guy restructured his deal. And yeah. now they just opened up eight more million in cap space. And it's like, hell but yeah. no one ever tells you what they did to restructure it. Nope. They just say it was like, got restructured. Now he's yeah, 8 million off. You're like, well, how? No, no, 
Not no one even tries to explain it. They're just no. like, he restructured. <laughs> trust right. me. Source, trust me, bro. <laughs> All right, gotcha. Or give me a franchise tag. Yeah, like they're still on like the that. franchise tag is still on the they still do that. Yeah. yeah, but it still counts for your salary cap. Yeah. It's, it's just an arbitrary you, number that you don't have to like. But you're argue talking over. about our hypothetical idea we've had yeah. throughout the summer of like, yeah, let one player not count against the cap or yeah. let and it even you you took it a step further where you said maybe even that's to rotate. Yeah. Can't be the same guy year after year after year. Would you still do that knowing full well that the cap is about to skyrocket in the next three years? It would be nice to give wealthy teams a bit more of an upper hand. You mean teams with like, I don't know, say like a billionaire owner? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if we were doing Oilers Nation radio on this date in 2002, we would probably be very against the idea. Yeah, but the Oilers are in a different spot now. Dude, that was the 1990s. Yeah, sorry. That was the whole decade. Just watch all of my favorite (laughs) players leave over money. Yeah. All of them. Literally all of them. (laughs) All I want is an extra $12,000 and EIG's like, yeah, we're we're fucked. I'm sorry. The first time, I'll never forget it. The first time a player I loved had to leave because they just didn't have money was Doug Waite. Yeah, I just devastated. Yeah, that was a tough one. younger bag of milk. Do we ever talk about how Doug Waite is going into the ring of honor? With Charlie yeah, we did that a couple weeks ago. Did we? Yep. Must have missed that. Episode. I don't think pick. it was. Yeah, I don't know if it's on our yeah. show. Yeah. Who Who is the other one that went in? Charlie Eddie. Charlie Eddie. Another it. worthy pick. No, I mean, uh, whatever. Two different eras, I think, though. I think it's yep. good that they're finally doing this thing. Yeah. I was. I went to the game on Wednesday, and I was looking around to see like how much room they had. Did you admire the Garth Brooks banner? <laughs> no, I didn't look up high enough ah. to see it. Right. It was right beside what? the Stanley Cup banners. How do you not see it? No, they pushed it to the side a little bit. Didn't yeah, it's they? more on the side. Well, yeah, I mean, those ones are right here, but it's right. It's in your peripherals. Well, it wasn't enough time to me lo- looking up to the sky when the others were banging home goals all night against the Calgary Lames. So. Tough being a scout. His eyes are always on the ice. Yeah, always on the He's evaluating players at all times. If you're listening to this right now, I want to know who you, what jobs you still think are available for the Oilers. Maybe you say none. Hit us up, Owen Radio Podcast, Twitter, and Instagram. I want to hear from you. I also want you to head on over to nationgear.ca and scoop up some tickets for the season opener party that's coming up next Wednesday. That's October 11th at Greta. We're going to have some swag bags. We're going to have games. We're going to have food and drink deals. We're going to have pre-game show. We're going to have post-game show being recorded live at Greta. We're also going to be having... Remember this. 15 pairs of tickets to a thing that's outside. Mm, crazy. To give away. I'm intrigued. What that event might be that's outside, you'll have to use your imagination. Oilers Nation's ODR staff party. Yep. We should get people to pay us to watch. <laughs> 15 pay to watch pairs of tickets, no less. Mm-hmm. I dig it. They'd be admired by my, they'd admire my skills. Somebody has to play goalie for us. Well, One of we, the had a, we lost all our goalies on the roster. You find me the gear, I'll do it. I, I love, love playing in that. I would that. love to play in that too. But anyway, back to the season launch party. <laughs> We're going to have 15 <laughs> pairs of tickets to give away to some big thing that's happening maybe at the end of October. Also, where the football team plays, but I have no idea. $2 hot dogs at the party. You could be a glizzy gobbler. <laughs> Throw sliders for everyone. Did you mean the outdoor party? No, he's talking no, about No, at the season opening party. Oh, oh I thought he meant the outdoor party. I was like, oh boy. No, I'll be getting there early. Yeah, if they had $2 hot dogs at that, I'd be good. I'm going to be more hot dog than man by the time I leave. <laughs> nine at the Blue Jays game that I went to this year. Dollar dog day. Nine you had for nine, you. Per- you had nine hot dogs? I did. Dog inning. Awesome. I did, yeah. It good for you. Eight through the first like six innings. Wow. And then you slow down, hit a wall. <laughs> yeah. Do they bring the them? Dog wall. Yes. What, Do they what bring them to you? What are we talking? Uh, 
the dollar dogs are really small. Just they're, yeah, you're regular like twelve packs. Because when we were there that August, I guess last August, they had a dollar dog days. Yeah. But the line was so long. I'm like, I'm yeah. not doing that. And well, they're yeah, they're maybe like five inches. The mistake I <laughs> the mistake I made size. I got five, five I got, inches. I got hot dog early on, and the first one I had was absolutely raw. Nah, absolutely raw. So uh, it's it was more a like a rolled too. up bologna. Yes. yes. So wait, do they bring them to you though? Nope. So you had to get up all those times. You buy the line. Or did you grab like six at once? I did three trips. Yeah, three trips. Three trips. Three trips, nine dogs. That's uh, how much of the game do you miss during that? You rem check math. (laughs) Correct. How much of the game do you miss? Uh, Not very much because I did it. I planned it. You planned it. My time. I dig it. Why do you care so much? (laughs) In case I go, I need to know this information. (laughs) It is fair. Those are fair questions. Like how fast are we moving here? Head on over to nationgear.ca. Grab your tickets to the party. We are raising some money for kids sports. Come hang out with Tyler. Challenge him to a game of Mario Kart. I'm going to be dressed like Barbie. Can we go over that? Sure. I think it's like the bar. Like, you know what Tyson Berry and his significant other, they, when they went dressed as Ken and Barbie, it's the workout Barbie, it's and the Ken workout and one. So I think the spandex won't be too big of an issue. Like the wrestling. Ge- Tyson Berry, Bobby. Let me Who's Google Barbie? this. Who's playing Barbie? Tyler, uh, Jay and Chalmers have already voted Tyler as Barbie. Nice. Congratulations. Okay. Or maybe both Barbie. It's a big role. You might both be Barbie. We should have, should have really put some criteria on this, Tyler. I think we'll be okay, buddy. I think you're going to look great. Okay. That'll be fine. I mean, I'll wear that. (laughs) As long as (laughs) probably has one at home right now. (laughs) I think you're, this is going to be kicking off a spandex era for you. (laughs) It'll be very fast. I don't know if it will. Aerodynamic. Nobody's going to catch you. Think of how much respect will be earned while you're scouting the Sherwood Park Crusaders, your new spandex era. They'll be like, man, that guy is fast. Is he must true. know shit. That would be big for me. Think of how much muting he's going to have to do on Thursday. <laughs> Am I fast? No, the muting. <laughs> you just fast the what? Between. How many people are you going to be muting on Thursday as they start commenting on your photo? <laughs> My already stopped right now, to be honest. Watch for <laughs> Liam to delete his ex account, but maintain his three Instagram accounts. <laughs> it's just a tough task, by the way. I don't, Hey man, I don't blame you. Yeah. Uh, you guys brought up the salary cap a little bit earlier, so I want to touch on it next. Uh, Gary Bettman is saying expected next year, at least as of right now to be about 87, $88 million, a little bit of a bump going in. So the what is it right now? 84, 84 or 83, five. 83.5. 83.5. So we're looking at about a 4 to $5 million jump. Yep. So for the Oilers, if it does go up to 87.5, we'll use the lower end of this. That would give them $12.3 million in cap space. But you got to subtract the $3.25 million bonus for Connor Brown. And $1.9 for, for Neil. For who? Neil. No, You're that's included off. in there. That's included in there. What do you mean? Like they have... Oh, I see what. Yeah. The $12.3 million yeah, yeah. is how much they'll have in cap space. Yeah. Subtract with Neil. three. Yeah, with Neil. Oh, okay. That was confusing. Um, <laughs> minus the 3.25 Connor Browns. So you're going to have about $9 million in cap space. And notable players the Oilers would have to sign are Vincent DeHarnay, Connor Brown, Raphael Lavoie, Dylan Holloway, Matthias Janmark, and Warren Fogel. They're in good spot. Nine million is enough to like if you wanted to give because again basically your whole blue line is signed. So if you wanted to give Darren A like one point two five, give Connor Brown four million again because you love him and want him back. Give Lavoie maybe one point five, Holloway one point five to two. Like it depends on how the season goes, obviously, but like they can make it work. They're in good shape. Yep. And then if you can maybe trade off a piece like Cody Cece, all of a sudden you're kind of like ah, we're in a nice, nice little spot. 
I actually think Cody Cece is going to get traded at the deadline this year. Me too. <laughs> I think Running it makes sense. I think it's going to be Cece Broberg for something. I think it makes sense to move on from Cece because it's likely that you would bring in another defenseman. Well, that's really, yeah. Then move on from like a Warren Fogel for like cap purposes. No, I think you'll use Warren Fogel as like one of those deadline pickups, kind of like you play him out to the end of his contract and say, see you later. <laughs> yeah, Thank exactly. you very much after that. Um, Unless he can be like, CC, it'll depend. It'll depend. Like last year, CC, I can make, see making the trade. The previous year, I don't know if you do. I can see Fogel. I mean, again, depending on how the season goes, being a, like a throw in on a deal. Because the team receiving will be like, all right, expiring contract. Most of it's already paid out. Yeah, again, that would be a top six forward that would kind of like shuffle at least one guy down into if, his spot. If they're adding a forward, it's Fogel going out the other way. I actually think CC, almost in a similar spot to Tyson Berry, would have some value. Because if you trade him to a team, one, even if it's a rebuilding team, they always need NHL defensemen, right? Yeah. That's always the one thing these teams like to kind of keep stockpile. That's a good way to make sure you never get like fully embarrassed is by having like good vets on your yeah. blue line. And then that team's probably sitting there going, okay, so we're giving you defenseman A. The Oilers giving us a first round pick in Cody Cece. Guess what? Next deadline, we're keeping Cece at 50%, 1.6. He's getting us a third rounder probably. And yeah. it's a good way to kind of sell them another asset in a weird way. I'm just excited we're going into this year not on LTIR because that opens the door for us. Yeah, you can accrue cap space. Makes life easier. Yeah. How about what else Frank said? What else did he say? Expansion. Yeah, good. Let's go. First of all, yeah, everything drives up the the cap. I'm only interested in in increasing the cap right now. Also, get that team out of Arizona. Because they're definitely not so bringing Frank in their, up the idea their, their half of the money. Of you move Arizona like next off season to wherever, yeah, to wherever, and then you just expand back to Arizona in four years and give them a fresh start <laughs> with a new arena. Yeah, with there's still arena, yeah, you still be playing in that ASC no, they, or whatever. No, they would have they would have had to have built something. They would yeah. have to. Yeah. yeah, they just had to pick a location. I would suggest downtown Phoenix, where it used to be an Angie worked. I would also suggest that, but I think there are hurdles. Well, screw them. Okay. Trump them. Um, I get, it brings up an interesting question, though, when Frank talks about expansion, saying like he thinks in five years it could legitimately happen. Yeah. Give me your two. Everyone give your two spots. If the NHL is going to 34, I would like this podcast to be anti-Atlanta. They've had two chances. They blew them both. For yeah, McMurray. why? <laughs> I agree McMurray. there, but why do you throw back to Arizona? Oh, I, I didn't say that. Oh, okay. <laughs> two For spots. McMurray. Yeah. Grand cash. Grand cash. Way too close to each other. <laughs> I would go yeah. Valley View and White Rivalry. Court. Home, <laughs> home of the bathrooms. Where? Valley View and White Court. Uh, Dan, <laughs> any thoughts? Uh, my pick for Halifax twice. <laughs> Two teams. And Halifax. No, honestly, I think I would go like I've liked I've liked the talk of San Francisco and like trying to plug another team into California. Love it's that too idea. close to San Jose, though. And then, it? yeah, that's fair. That's a fair assessment. Stick him in the um, A's stadium that is currently crumbling. But I like the That's it. Where everybody else is leaving, you go in and you <laughs> and you try to establish a new fandom there. And then, yeah, I've always thought Kansas City would be a good spot for a team. So Kansas City and San Francisco. Kansas City is a cool sleeper because they're like a really good sports town. Like the Royals do well when they're winning. The Chiefs are always bumping. Like that's a crazy well, that's atmosphere. that's because it's Taylor Swift County. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will go, I think, assuming Arizona stays, I'll go Houston. Would it be crazy to do like Houston and Austin? 
I know yes. it's the same Too state. Close. Can't do yes. three. Can't <laughs> three teams in Texas. Says who? Says me. Okay, then I will go a second team in Toronto. Over Quebec City? Yeah. Going, yeah, I'm going Quebec City and Houston. No, I'd I'm love to see in. Quebec City too. Um, as for the other one, Houston makes sense. Yeah. It's a huge market. I just think if the idea, I know it's not the idea to move Arizona and expand them. But it is amazing that, that they're that, still there. It. It is I feel like we've been talking about the Coyotes moving for 15 years now. The, At least. They've been talking about it. <laughs> yeah. The They're gap the that, do it. that the what Frank suggested, because the Minnesota is a team that did it, right? They left Minnesota in 93, and then they officially got the team back in 97, and then they played in 2000. So it, the gap kind of makes sense. Baltimore did that, too. They got one on. Got they lost back. their team in the middle of the night. Um, cold. And, then, and then like 10 <laughs> they went to Cleveland. They gave, were oh, the Ravens. The but Ravens. I'm always like, did Frank say why Atlanta keeps coming up? Like this would be. They're the building an arena. They're building an arena it's right now. Popular. Or they're about to, or they got zone four. They got a, they, something along those lines where they're approved for a certain building. And I think it's partially for the NBA team. Yeah, probably. Like the hockey team could play out of there. And, Correct me if I'm wrong. It's been a minute since we've had Atlanta franchises, but wasn't it ownership a lot of the time, like both times they pointed to ownership as saying like a hurdle that was holding back the franchise. Yeah, like the, no the big problem was always ownership and like, you know, the fan base isn't that bad, blah, blah, blah. But Frank brought up the point of like Atlanta's not actually that good of a sports town. Mm, like it's a big yeah. city, but they don't exactly go nuts for their sports teams. Mm-hmm. So are you in the Braves? Frank was saying saying last year the Braves playoff tickets weren't selling and they weren't selling out playoff games and all that. What if three, six mafia owns the team? Now you're talking Coca-Cola. Just get them to buy the team. Uh, Two chains is from Atlanta. We got a rapper conglomerate owning the new NHL team. Like uh, like Snoop Dogg in the Sens. And McLemore (laughs) in the Kraken. Yeah. Maybe maybe Frank was wrong. The Atlanta Braves averaged 39,000 fans a game. Which is fifth in the MLB. Okay, maybe Frank's wrong. Uh, what, 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 what size is their building? Outside of the city too. What size is their building? It's like way outside or am I, I missing? Are we talking, I don't know what it is. 90% full? Are we talking 100%? Um, so if their building is 70,000 well, seats. Just, like for know. the Thrashers, it wasn't like, nobody, nobody looked at that franchise and was like, oh, the city just doesn't give a shit. It was the team was crap on the ice. Or then, it's almost like an Oakland A's effect where like the owner is so bad that like <laughs> the fans eventually are just like, oh, we don't care. Yeah. Like the NHL seems to have this belief that if they had an owner who cared and was invested in the community, that Atlanta could work. And if Atlanta worked, it'd be great. I think you could just take a new shot and go to Houston. And if you want to do something old and nostalgic, Quebec City, give Canada another team like that makes sense too. the TV money that would come from Canada Houston makes is all the sense in the world. You'd have to put you'd put it in no work. Yeah, yeah what work is for us to go to the games? Yeah, but there, okay, good. That's X amount of dollars already. Like, don't even worry about it. I think it's this, more funny for Bettman to give us nothing. Well, yeah, but this is also a league that's just like you know what the Heritage Classic, even without an alumni game, should go on Sunday against the NFL, even though Saturday is wide open. Hey, well, yeah, they're not broadcasting it down south. Who cares, man? Grow the they game, it, baby. They're getting it on some extra channel down in the south. I Hell saw. yeah, Max or something. Oh, the Ocho. Yeah, something like that. I love it. Well, it is like it would be scheduled for the middle of the afternoon games to the beginning of the night game ish. Yeah, but still. <laughs> yeah, if you're in the States, it's going to be. Yeah, and I get, I, like, I get the NFL being, you know, the. I don't know if you really try and avoid it, though. Just do your thing. I just think they had the open. They always do, though, don't like, they? If you had it as the, like, and I get it as an outdoor game, so maybe. Should they do it on the first sometimes? There's. 
college bowl games there. They're not hiding from anybody at that point. I know, which you could argue is kind of dumb. <sighs> I think that, like, I don't know. At one like point, this? you can't, you can't yeah, keep yeah. hiding from everybody the whole time or hiding from the one. Like, you might as well just fucking go at it. It's like up here, we're going to watch it. Yeah. But, like, trying to get into markets where they don't necessarily care as much. We'll be on ESPN because I don't think, does ESPN have football rates? Uh, no, no, I can't think they so. And I don't think football. TNT does either, right? So that their channels, yeah. it's, it is. We shall see. We shall see. I'm excited to go. It is just over three weeks away. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Just over three weeks away. I want to get back to the other here quickly. Are you guys starting to get concerned? Because I personally am. Matias Ekholm just skated for the first time today, said, I don't know for sure about playing the season opener on Wednesday. Again, he's not going to say anything for sure. I get that. McLeod starting to skate a little bit. Any concern here? And then Kulak injury there. No. Yes. Just because like our cap situation is so bad still that like if both those guys are hurt, and can't be LTIR. You're sitting there like, damn. Also with Ekholm, it's concerning because one, he's 32. Hey, hey, and, hey sorry, we, 33. What What's that got to mean? What are we saying? What are you trying to say? I, in he's prof- so old, he's practically dead. <laughs> in in professional athlete terms, is <laughs> a geriatric fuck. <laughs> a 33 year old defenseman who has a lot of miles on his body. Keep in mind, there's three people in this room older than this. The fact that it started with a oh minor little thing that you yeah, said this on every day, right? Oh, just a hip flexor. Like he'll be good by like halfway through the preseason. Okay, he might play like the last preseason game or two. We're pretty confident. Okay, he's not playing any preseason games, but he's ready for opening day. And then he comes out and is like, I don't know if I'm ready for opening day. It's like, okay, this keeps not getting better. And I worry it's gonna be a lingering issue all year. That's what I'm worried about. Like worried in the grand scheme of the season. No, but like you also don't want to put yourself in a hole in October. No, I think the first four or five games. So just, just let's just say it's it turned out to be four or five games, but I think mm-hmm. we just fine. Liam, are you worried? I don't see it dragging out much longer after that. Cause I think he could play right now if he really had to. No, I mean, if it was a playoff game, you know, he's playing. They said that they said if it was playoffs, McLeod and Ekholm would yeah. both be playing. I mean, McLeod's practicing. He was out there all day yesterday. He's out there all day today. Liam Dan concerned about the injuries currently as we lead up to the final preseason game? Uh, no, I'm not concerned about Brett Kulak's injury, whatever that is. That kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, that came out I of nowhere. I actually didn't really realize until Gregor said it today. So that is on my mind. Uh, not at home, though. I mean, if they miss a couple of games, it kind of is what it is. No, not concerned. I'm more concerned about what they're going to do with the cap space, I guess you could say. What did you just do just now? Just turn it Tyler up. got up and turned the camera on and off. Yep. Yep. Okay. Dan, are you worried about these injuries? <laughs> um, no, I like just from the standpoint of I'm glad that they're resting him and that they're just, you know, taking their time with it. I understand the the sentiment of it keeps going and it keeps dragging on, but like rest is rest. Know, like, they have to give updates and we, we die for updates and we love that. And you know, sometimes they aren't. What you I want. Yeah, sometimes there is no update though, and you know, too much information's all, or yeah, too much information is almost a bad thing, right? Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, just I don't need to know everything. Like, is it getting worse? No, getting better? Eh, whatever. For it's a guy days. like at home, I'm not as concerned because I mean, like, he's on the veteran. Team. He's yeah, he's, he's been on around. The team who cares about the preseason, but like, it would have been nice to get some at bats in. Yeah, yeah, I think he'll be okay. Yeah, I'm like a. 
four out of 10 on the concern scale. Like I'm not even over 50% concerned, but it's like a starters in the NFL. Don't even play preseason anymore. Yeah. Right. But again, this is different because he's hurt. He's not, not playing by choice. He's not playing because he's hurt. Yeah. But he's not super hurt. He you could know play. That. We think he you could. Play. Play. That's, the, that's the only thing is he you, could you haven't seen him skate yet, so you can't say for sure. Yeah, we saw him skate it. yesterday and today well, and today in a game situation. I'm talking. Like well, I don't know. That's the only thing. Yeah, I'm. We're good. I'm not too bothered. This is our Stanley it. Cup year. I'm going in. My feet are up. I got a drink in my hand the whole time. I'm going to enjoy this one. If they don't play him open at night, but then they say, yeah, he'll play the home opener, then it is what it is. Maybe it's he just, fine. maybe he just needs one more week. A couple more days. That's what happens. You're always about shit. Question. Oh. What's the difference between that and any other season? <laughs> well, there's some other seasons where, you know, you might be doing that, but you're gripping the bottle a little tighter. And uh, I don't know, Rick, I feel like you're pretty confident. I think we should get you in the tattoo game. Should we get a, should we get a banner already put on you just to, oh, I won't do that. I will. I wouldn't do the pre, I would not do the pre tattoo, but you give Those me the cup so and we'll, 20, 20, 20, 20, you give me, you give me the Stanley cup and we'll go get something done. That's fair. Yeah. If you want, I'll say it right now. If you always want a Stanley cup, I'll get some kind of tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. I'm itching for one anyway. Yeah. Respect. Liam. No problem. Lion yeah. Super Bowl champs tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? No, there you go. Lions. How confident you are, they're not going to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know my boys. We probably won't win a playoff game. Uh, the thing I want to ask you guys about next is he's starting tonight, the last preseason game of the year. Jack Campbell. So far, really good in the preseason. What we'd want our starter to look like, or one A, one B, whatever you want to say right now. Is Jack back? Or we just, we got to wait because it's preseason and you don't know because it's preseason. He's not back, but he's trending towards being back. Okay. That's a, yeah, I think that's a fair assessment. I don't think anybody wants to say comfortably yet that Jack Campbell is fixed. Because no, you can't see, he goes, see anything. once he does it in the regular season, which he will most likely Wednesday, if not that Sunday, Saturday. Just but then you'll see, you'll see the guy that we envisioned when we brought him here last year. Yeah, I... I, I think he's back to an extent. I don't think he's regressed after such a terrible season, but I want to see it first. I'm really happy with what he's done. And I think he's, if we're basing it just off preseason, who should start the season opening? It should be Jack Campbell. Do you expect to see the Jack Campbell you've seen so far in the preseason? Uh, so no more fence sitting. Do you expect yeah, to Yeah, sure, that? why not? No, I don't expect to see a 970 Jack Campbell, but I expect to see like 905, 910 Jack His Campbell at the minimum. That's what I'm expecting. Sure, yeah. I'll go with that too. I, he can't be worse. He, I, it, would be diff- it would be harder for him to be worse than to be better. Okay. <laughs> it would be. Nah, that's a great point. <laughs> He's got a point. Think about what Liam just said there. <laughs> that's don't, awesome. don't mark that. We Take a, a minute to soak that in. We need a graphic made out of that, I think. Mm-hmm. It would be harder for him to be worse than it is for the to Just be like have it like a Maybe that's what my tattoo will be. There you go. There you go. And put it on my thigh. Ooh. Like Sexy. Mm. Nice. Really <laughs> I nice. I thought you were going to go lower back, but. No, I got other plans for the lower back. Ew. Got it. <laughs> what do you mean, ew? <laughs> I mean, ew. <laughs> Looking ahead at tonight's game against the Kraken, the Oilers are, you know, a lot of the regulars are in the lineup. No surprise there. Last preseason game, a couple of twirls left for the boys. Top six, everybody's thoughts real quick. Kane McDavid Brown, that's line one. Nuge Drysidle Hyman, that's line two. I love it. Love it. Did Malone go down? 
No. So he's just here, just not going to play? I'm surprised they're playing the big guns tonight. It just feels like... I'm curious how much they play. Yeah, I just feel like there's not much of a reason to even do it. Like, they were toying with the Calgary Flames. They were laughing. Like, making jokes on the ice about missing a wide open net. I I literally laughed in Hyman's face about it. (laughs) (laughs) And I get that, you know, it'd be a week between games or whatever, but uh, I just feel like it's an unnecessary risk. But you're right, BM. Maybe they only play like 12 minutes each night. But then why do you play them? Why do you bother? There's going to be 15, 10, 15 games this year. Anyways, where they play 14 minutes to me, I'm going to say like tonight's game. I would not all be surprised. A couple of twirls at five on five, but they're just there to play the power play. Yeah. I could just see a Mark stone incident happening where we get annoyed at some stupid, you know, yeah. Borderline hit some dumb, dumb trying like to take glasses half full. They're scoring three each. They're both going to share the first overall star tonight. Looking at All the crowd, they've got on their <laughs> side. So they've got McCann, Beneers, Eberle, Schwartz, Wenberg, Burakowski, Tolvanen, Gord, Bjorkstrand, Carty, Cart- Cartier, Ty Car- Cartier, Carty, Belmar, <laughs> and Tanev playing Evans, Larson, Dumoulin, Schultz, Alexiak, oh, Borg. So are they here? Ty Cartier, K A R T. Y E Cartai Cartai Cartai. I really don't know. Just, so uh, are they are they saving the return match for a regular season game then? I think so. Uh, nice. Where does does Yamamoto fit in that lineup? Then? Yamamoto's there. He came to Edmonton. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's not playing. Yeah. But he's not playing. Uh, fourth line. They right weren't ready probably. to. They weren't ready for the uh, the tribute video yet. Yeah, but isn't no, that Tanev? Isn't play you playing fourth line right wing? Tanev's on fourth line right wing. Interesting. He might be there. Extra skater? Yeah. He might be. Well, because, yeah. yeah, they had at their rushes this morning, they had Belmar Wright sharing the the duties at center on that fourth line. Are you thinking that that profile picture is what's keeping him in the league right now? Yamamoto's? Tanev. Or you think Tanev's the fifth, or sorry, Yamamoto's the fifth forward. Yeah, I think, I think Yamamoto's the fifth forward. Got it. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, he's getting paid like, what, a million bucks? It kind of makes sense. Something like that. Yeah. He was the other killer the other night. Tough Not really. That is true. When they we beat them in the shootout, yeah, and four one in the game. Mm. Love the bonus shootouts. That's it what is hilarious that they're crazy. like, we need to work on this. Do like, you remember that they did that the year that the the shootout came out as a, mm-hmm. a rule? They were doing that just to showcase it for the preseason. There should be rules in the preseason. One, no shootouts. We don't care. Send everybody home with a tie. Two, challenges will have you put in prison. Three, run the clock. So I'd say if you're going to run shootouts, the only time to use it is the preseason. I'm fine with that too. Three, yeah, three I periods. Mean, three periods. It's for the fans. Go out and just do the three on three, then play till the end of you guys. And I, I just hope you get down to like your backup goalies going in there. Or something. I've said it a million Have times. A fun. Extend the three on three. Let deeper people in the lineup out there. Create some chaos. Yeah. It's way more fun for the fans. 100% the way yeah. to go. For our friends at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino, it is time for some Ask the Idiots questions. If you haven't been out to Century Mile, we went out, we had a nation event. I had a blast. I had a great time at Century Mile betting on the ponies. Mm-hmm. Yelling at the horses is so much fun. When they're coming down the stretch and you've got a guy in the mix, you got a pony in the mix, fuck is it a good time. I clarified that because I thought you were talking about like in the paddock before the race. You were just Or just as I'm driving something. by horses in fields, I yell at them. Just psyching them up in the paddock. Head on over to Century Mile. They've got races going up right until New Year's Eve. I encourage you to go have a blast. Bet on the ponies. Get yourself a buffet. 
Oh, I wish I could have got the buffet that night. The buffet looked excellent. It did look good. Mm-hmm. Looked really, really good. So ask the idiots, boys. I've got four questions. Let's rip through them a little bit. Dan, I'm going to start with you because you're sitting right across from me. Assuming Raphael Lavoie makes the team, what would you consider a successful season? For the Oilers or for him? For oh, him yeah, for him, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, a successful season for him, I would say, would be being in the lineup more often than not. Uh, finishing the season with more than 41 games played, I think would be a huge thing for that guy. This is a guy that two years ago, we were talking about not having the work ethic to make the NHL. And now he's he's in the lineup. So yeah, I would I would think he would be happy with anything past half of the games played. Liam, assuming Lavoie is there, what's a successful season? Yeah, I think that's a good one, Dan, just to be a consistent player in the lineup. I'll say if he can score 10 goals, but even if he gets like eight or nine, that's probably pretty good too. Rick? Yeah, I think if you... I like the answer of, you know, getting in a certain amount of ice time, but going outside of that, maybe looking at his own personal numbers, <clears throat> north of 20 points, I think. Tyler, what's a successful season for Double Rockwell? digit goals. Like it, 12 would be like a nice Yeah, I mean, number. to be fair, he is here to score goals, right? So, I mean, yeah. if that's your, that's what we want you to do, you have he an said, opportunity. He said that too. He's like, I am a shooter. Yeah, and like he maybe is. even 12 goals is too low because he is supposed to be a goal scorer. But if he plays like 70 games and scores 12 goals, that that's a good year, I think. So from a bottom six forward, like, yeah, yeah. unless he moves his way up. Um, I'm going to say anything north of 20 points, I'd be thrilled. Fair. Yeah, I think that's fair. Because I, yeah. I think it'll be a little bit Cy Youngish that the bulk of those points would be goals. Yeah, like 13 and seven or whatever. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Question number two, reversing the order. Tyler, you're up next. Which Oiler has the most pressure to rebound in 2023-24? Hmm. I'm going to say Darnell Nurse. Um, that was just, also my answer. Yeah, uh, I, I just think, you know, the fan base really got on him last year. It was, wasn't was entirely deserved. He did have some really tough moments, but I think, you know, the context of what he's asked to do as a defenseman is often forgotten by the fan base too, or by his detractors. So I'll, I'll say it's Darnell Nurse, and I would just love to see him come and look like the... 20, whatever year the Canadian division was, I'd love to see him look like that Darnell Nurse this year and really prove everyone wrong. For me, I was going to say the same thing with Darnell Nurse. Just like, we know what kind of player he's there. He's a really good defenseman. He's going to, he's going to make some errors, but like if he can calm down a little bit in his own zone, Mm -hmm. not try and do too much. I feel like he was trying to do too much. You got the contract, man. It is what it is. Get it out of your head. Don't worry about it. Just go play hockey. It's got to be fine. Rick, who has the most pressure to rebound? Well, it's funny you guys said that because I, I mean, I, I thought there was, I was like, hey, one, two, three, there's three names off the top of my head. Darnell wasn't one of them. Mine neither. Um, so I surprised you guys. I, I, there is, yeah, the detractors, I don't know why they want to, they, they go that road. He's um, not horrible. I think he's a really good defenseman. He's in the, like the top five of like um, quality of competition, right? Like the type of players he plays against all the time. He's playing the best of the best of the best of the best all the time. And very few defensemen can claim that. However, on, on, outside of that, uh, I'm going to go with Evander Kane. That's fine. I think there's he's got big expectations, especially playing you know in the top six with uh, with those two forwards or so two two centermen. Um, obviously, he was down last year. Maybe he has some lingering effects from it. Who knows? But there's very he's not going to give him any room for excuse. So he's got to come out and put up that. We're hoping for a career goal amount this year. Liam, who you got? Who needs a rebound? I'll go for a, a different kind of approach, but Connor Brown. Like, I think that's fair. Yeah, he played, he played four, four games, games last, last season. Like, it's his first chance to 
play with McDavid again, obviously. So I think we're all expecting a lot from him being the only signing new that's truly made this summer. So I'll, I'll say Connor you, Brown. Drake is really ben upset. Gleason. Ben Gleason too. Sorry, everybody. Lane Peterson says this is bullshit. <laughs> He's totally Dan, second favorite team in Blue Jackets, fruit. too. Show some respect. <laughs> Danny's got the, the most pressure rebound. What's the low-hanging fruit, do you think? Is it the net? There's two. It's Jack yeah, Campbell. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. I mean, if you're I not- was going between Rick's answer of Kane and Jack Campbell myself. See, the third name I thought that there was going to be was going to be... No, Cody Cece. Oh, that's a good point, too. But yeah, for me, it's Jack Campbell. Uh, guy had all the issues last year that he allegedly had in Toronto the year before that. So, you know, two years running of having some, having some mental issues that affected his goaltending, uh, completely got him removed out of the net. Didn't even get a sniff in the playoffs to start. Uh, so yeah, it's Jack Campbell for me. Jumping right. In, oh, sorry. Go ahead, I was just going to say, I think out of all the players, Jack Campbell that we spoke about, Jack Campbell's like the only one that, truly is kind of on that level. Like Donnell Nurse bounced back in his play, but like production wise, he was like top four in the league in five and five defensemen. Right. right? Same thing with Kane. Kane was hurt. Brown was hurt. We just pick a partner's game. Like, so it's such a fine tooth comb. It's yeah. silly. And a lot of it is confirmation bias too, right? They sit there and people watch the game and go, God, I think Darnell Nurse sucks. Then he makes one yeah. mistake and they go, there you go. Darnell Nurse sucks. And Completely it's like, well, I remember like, the good things he does. Yeah. That's what I remember. There was like a giveaway at the blue line that he gave up and everyone shit on him, but instantly he turned around and hustled back, beat the puck back and killed the play. And people still got, got on him, but didn't give him the credit of, you know, coming around and fixing his mistake. Uh, 11th and five V five points. And one of 16 defensemen to hit double digits and goals at even strength. Darnell nurse is going to be a very good defenseman for the Oilers this year. There's a not so bold take for you. Yeah. Coming in the middle, Liam, you are up next on the list. This is kind of a TikTok question. I've noticed now that I'm reading it. Mm. What is the coolest thing that you own? It doesn't have to be expensive. Just something you think is cool. The coolest thing that I own. Oh, uh, I have a signed Steven Gerrard England jersey. That's cool. Mm. Which is pretty sweet. I like that. Rick, what do you got? What's the coolest thing you own? It doesn't have to be expensive. Um, you know, it's going along the same lines of the sports thing. I've got a stick signed by the last team to win the Stanley Cup. That is cool. The last Oiler team, anyways. Uh, the Golden Knights? Yeah. <laughs> Just throw that right in the trash. I would have broke it. Shredder. Dan, what's the coolest thing you own? I would have burned it so I could watch it slowly. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Like, I have so many random things that I own. I own the autograph of one children's entertainer, Fred Penner. I just met him randomly working at a <laughs> working you get at, him CBC, to sign? at CBC radio. He actually signed his own name tag that he had ripped into little pieces and then he pissed, pieced it together and then signed that for me. Was word bird there? Uh, he wasn't, but he <laughs> signs it with a musical note still like in his older age. So do you, you go. Do you, I don't expect Liam to know, but do you have any idea who Fred Penner is? No. Yeah. <laughs> like I know he was a children's entertainer yes. or whatever, but that's all I know. About. After all the ageism <laughs> that went on earlier in this podcast, the culture shock. Tyler, what's the coolest thing you own? Uh, it's top of mind. Cause I bought it recently and it's like, like, dumb nerdy thing for me to have bought but when i was at one of the last jays games i was at they had game used manager cards and they had one from a game i was at earlier in the summer in seattle so it's like the thing that hung up hangs up in the dugout and john schneider writes his substitutions on it writes who's available out of the bullpen and then they sold it 
So it's like game used from a game I was at the magic card of like who pinch hit for who and all that. Yeah, that's pretty dope. It's pretty sweet. It was, cool. it was a lot of, it was like 150 bucks and all it is is a piece of paper, but I was like, ah, oh, whatever. I was drunk. Yeah, listen, like, that's the meaning of buying it, right? Yeah. 100%. Uh, for me, the answer would be if you're a guitar guy, you know, but it's probably my Les Paul signature edition guitar. I bought that for myself as a treat for my 30th birthday. What? Who's the guitar player for Blink-182? Tom DeLong. Tom DeLong? Mm-hmm. My uncle, when I was back in England, showed me a signed guitar by him. What? Did you not steal that from me? <laughs> no, I did not. Sorry. Okay. Something to consider next time you go back. <laughs> Last question. Ask the idiots for our friends at Century Mile. Rick, I'm going to start with you. Coming to my first Nation event last next week, and I'm just wondering from everyone on the pod, what should I expect from going to an Oilers Nation party? Hangover. Hangover. Oh, without question. And on a Wednesday too? Yeah. Whew, mama. doesn't matter what day. It's opening to the season. Lots of yelling. Yeah, there's a lot, there's of, a yelling. lot of yelling. A lot of yelling. Yeah. A lot of pointing at TVs. This could have been word association. Mm. A lot of shaking Hangover. fists. Yelling. Chance. No, no chance. shaking fists. We're going to be excited. There'll be ref shaking There'll fists be fist pumps. Fist pumps, a lot of high fives. Get those let's go Oilers chants going. Dan, what to expect from an Oilers Nation party? It's, a, it's just a great time. Lots of hydration. Plenty of uh, plenty of friends you've just never met before. Hang out with other tables around you. Become friends with everyone. I'm impressed you're able to keep your PTSD. And I figured something like, I don't know, something to go wrong. <laughs> the TV's not to be subscribed to ESPN five minutes before our party. Oh, yeah. uh, shout out to the Nation Vacation Vegas last week. Uh, Liam, what, to, what, do you, what should Nathan expect from an Oilers Nation party? Well, Nathan, I think you should expect a very good time. I'm I'm thinking back. <laughs> what? what? Sold. Well, there you go. That's final answer. <laughs> yeah, good time. Um, for my answer, I would say kind of to piggyback off Dan's, we're gonna have name tags at this event. So like you can put your Twitter handle, your Instagram handle, however people might know you on the internet. And for me, one of the f- most fun things about a nation party is seeing people meet and connect for the first time. Yeah, that is cool. Cause even like going back to the golf tournament, you'll have people go into like the mosaic team. Yeah. And then next year, those four guys just join as a team, but they met through one of our events. Or so. Tristan, a friend of the nation came with us to Vegas on his own, came out of there with like 28 new friends. And now mm-hmm. he shows up to every event. We've got Kennedy walking in here for Kennedy's quote game. I'm going to ask you since we're sharing a mic, this question came in from Nathan. What should one person expect from their first Oilers nation party? Um, the best time of your entire life. <laughs> Um, you will not be disappointed. Just show up, come have a good time. Honestly, every single party we throw is incredible. The vibes are immaculate. Oilers are going to give us a dub. So come party. Can't wait. Isn't that just what I said, but in fewer words, Tyler? And you Pretty laughed much. right in my face. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> deli- I laughed at your delivery, not your content. <laughs> You're very concise. <laughs> Eloquent in its brevity was your answer. <laughs> For our friends at Alberta Blue Cross, there's only one thing better than sharing memories, and that's making new ones. Alberta Blue Cross could be the official provider for Oilers Nation on our nation vacations. When we go down to Seattle just over a month from now, they're going to be helping us make sure that that goes smoothly, just like they will on our nation vacation in February, which we're going to Arizona. Very, very much excited about that one. Alberta Blue Cross memorable moments. We're going to make some new ones at the party next week. We're going to make some new ones right now with Kennedy via some old moments with the quote game. Where's that dust coming from? 
Still finding debris after vacuuming? Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has 8,000 PA of powerful suction to remove debris deep in carpets. And it's totally hands-free. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's EUFY.com and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best in class all in one robot vacuum for only $799. Here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello, I'm back. Um <laughs> Hello. Cool game. Where's uh, the theme song, Liam? Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> That's a get better. Friday enthusiasm right there. <laughs> uh, my cough isn't wearing off. I'm concentrating. Which is a little teaser for my cold performer of the week, by the way. Oh, no. Stay tuned for that. Stay, stay tuned until the end of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think we're rocking and rolling here. I think we're good. We're good. Sweet. Okay. Alrighty, oh, same rules as forever. Um, six quotes, two of the same person. Um, get your notepads out, play along. Um, okay, quote number one. So when they see something positive, it's like, um, yeah, you know. Come on. What? Um, yeah, you know. Okay. Okay. I don't believe anybody on this podcast said that. <laughs> was that was? It was a was. <laughs> All was. It was a was. Uh, no, it wasn't. Um, okay, number two. I was a hungry boy. I'm growing. Oh. oh. <laughs> I, can hear I have that one dialed in 1,000. I think I do too. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm unsure. I feel okay. like I could hear that one. I heard it from two people. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not sure. Didn't hear anybody say the first one, though. Uh, number three, I mean, the water wouldn't smell if it wasn't for the fish. Water. So getting harder. <laughs> I, I mean, the water wouldn't smell if it wasn't. If not, not for the fish. Obviously. Well, of course. <laughs> okay. Thinking about it. Thinking about it. Um, number four. Yeah, he's an asshole with his stick. Oh my lord. This week is not good. Is this our podcast? Or is this from a different podcast? Yeah, this is from a different <laughs> show that we do not do. Oh no. Yeah, unfortunately, you guys all said these things. So <laughs> is that one? Um, <laughs> that's the quote. That, that's a Kennedy quote right there. Um, number five, I am way too cheap to chuck a full beer on the ice. Okay. And number six, I shit my pants like three weeks ago, legit. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know anymore. Which one of you are pants shitters? <laughs> How does nobody know that one? <laughs> I shit my pants like three weeks ago, legit. <laughs> Alberta Blue Cross, we're making some memories here. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Alberta Blue Cross getting crossed with this segment. Alberta Blue Cross, like, uh, you know what? We'd like to be a spe- segment sponsor of Mother's Nation Radio. Got one for you. <laughs> oh my god! I don't think I'm gonna get one of these right now. Yeah, I, I I'm crossed even, up. Okay, can you read the first one? Oh my goodness. Okay, yeah. Number one is so when they see something positive, it's like you know. <laughs> it got worse. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Okay, right. it's only one person I can guess. We're so. ready for the clip, Kennedy. Go for it. Okay, so I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read it out. Okay, so number one is so when they see something positive, it's like uh, you know, here we go. What did everybody say first? I said. Oh, yeah, I said Rick. I said Dan. I said Rick. I said me. I said Dan. You should build a statue. I, I, I don't necessarily believe that. I, I was just trying to kind no, of... No, no, I understand. But you're not wrong. There's a lot of people... Go go on Twitter, you'll see it. There's a lot of people who just don't like them for whatever reason. They're, so when they see something positive, it's like, ah, you know, it's like the... Yes! Damn. You're, it's the same. Holy shit, yeah, I got well it. Well played. The, first the back one door cover. Wow. wow. I, thought it was gonna be I almost had my arm in the air. It's like I yeah, nailed it. I was ready it. to celebrate my Rick pick. <laughs> on that premature, fellas, premature. That's why the clips work. Not me. Alrighty, number two was I was a hungry boy. I'm growing. Who do you one thousand percent Tyler? It's me. I have BM though. I think he's that. I thought about it was him. me. I, I say I'm growing. I guess BM. Alrighty. But I also no, th- I thought boy. it was me all Tyler. Let's listen. But you were yeah. you were eating it like you were in prison. I was a hungry boy. Yeah. I'm growing. <laughs> <sighs> Hate to see it. I'm two for two. I know I'm my I know my guy when he's hungry. I do be I do be eating. <laughs> you do be growing. Okay, number three. Um, I mean the water wouldn't smell if it wasn't for the fish. I'm gonna say that's Liam because you have a fish tank. I guess Liam. Oh, that's a good guess. Yeah, I think that one was me as well. Same guess, same, same reasoning. Answer. I had BM, but <laughs> so we have shenanigans you- happening over there on the couch. Change your answer, <laughs> changing the answer. BM and I answer. Well, I was kind of tall. His no. fingers moving too. He's typing okay. too. I'm going you can to hear the clicking. <laughs> BM, I, I guess. guess. This is serious, Liam. I can tell. <laughs> Already. So not convinced. Oh yeah, she got beef against the fish. They sometimes don't smell very good. Is it uh, them or the water the that you're refusing to change for them? <laughs> well, I mean, the water wouldn't smell if it wasn't for the fish. Yeah. So therefore, <laughs> it's the fish. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Could have been anyone. <laughs> it was an AI voice of you. Um, okay. Second one on the show today. Uh, number five, I'm way too cheap to chunk a full... Or no, sorry. Number four, I skipped ahead. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's an asshole with a stick. I thought that was... I thought that was Dan, but now I said first answer was Rick, but it was actually Dan. So I actually, my answer is Dan, but now I think it's Rick. Okay. Your answer's Dan. My answer's Rick. I guess Tyler. I have me. I have BM. 
the thing with Leon is that he's doing it with a little bit of sass and a little bit of flair too. You see those little clips of him going to the the king's bench and just kind of yeah, and just giving it, just stirring it up. And I love that. I love when you can be a pest without having to shove one single solitary other body around. But then again, he is doing that as well. So it's it's he's an I, asshole with a stick. I love it. It's it's amazing oh, to Rick. Oh, that was. Yeah, I got that one. Yeah, uh, Rick, <laughs> Rick coming in again. You're teasing us with the long preamble yeah, from Dan yeah. on that one. That's oh, yeah. good. Add some suspense to it. Okay, number five. I'm way too cheap to chuck a full beer on the ice. Thousand percent me. I guess baked milk. I said Tyler. I assumed you were talking about L.A. I said Liam. I had Dan. I don't say close enough to throw it. Two thousand percent me. I am cheap. Full. I am cheap. Beers. That's a lot of money. Well, like, the ice. That's the first thing I thought. And of. it's also idiotic because like full beers. Yeah, it's full of beer. I know. Don't get me wrong. I've been to a lot of games. I've definitely felt the urge to you do wanna. this. Oh boy, do I ever want? But no, you can't do that. I'm but- way too cheap to chuck a full beer on the ice. First of all, <laughs> I spent. How much did he spend? <laughs> too much was the twenty dollars, sixteen dollars for one of those things. I think it was twenty dollars USD. Yowza! Yeah, I know. For anyone complaining about our prices, man, do not go down to the US. Yeah, Vegas doesn't even take cars. That's on that thing. No, it is not. I'm cash. Alrighty, last one, number six. I shook my pants like three weeks ago. Legit. Uh, I just hope it's not me. It's got to be me. I think it's PM. I assumed it was me. I think like I I know I've talked about shitting my pants on this podcast before, so I'm just it assuming has to be it's me. Bet. See, I'm going. It has to be a BM because I can't see anyone else saying it. Like I'm just being honest, and <laughs> yeah. straightforward, and Honesty's truthful. Good. If I, I had know. a poopies, I'd tell you. I didn't want to go with you twice back to back though, so I said myself. Well, I said Tyler, so <laughs> also <laughs> not a bad guess. <laughs> okay. Um, you should have given us the date of the show because then, then it would have been easy to narrow in on. Okay. But the last time I shit my pants. The Oilers are. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, Speaking of shitting ago. their pants, the Oilers are nine and eight on the air. I shit my pants like nice. three weeks ago. Legit. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Don't say shit like that. We have a lot. Uh, no. All right, boys, what do we do? Three for six, my best week ever. Let's go. Three. Two, two for six. Four for six. Bag milk for win. Well done. Wow. Well, I had two layups for my own quotes because I was just like, one, I am cheap. I would never throw a beer. And two, I'm the only one that would admit to shooting. We do be pooping. All right. Well done, Thanks, Kennedy. Bye, Kennedy. Thanks, Kennedy. Play Kennedy the outro. Quotes game presented by our friends at Alberta Blue Cross. We're making some memories. <laughs> Encourage you to do so too. Come on with us to the Nation Vacation to Arizona. We're going to be launching that ASAP Rocky. Whoop whoop. Very very excited about that one. Very, very excited about that one. You guys will be able to scout out new locations for the arena while you're there. In Houston. Yeah, uh, we're not going to be in Houston, Arizona. Tell them where I'm they have think to pull they... out a map of Houston while it's down there. <laughs> while you guys are driving sure. around, you should just take photos of random locations random of lots and send it to the Coyotes. Be like, I don't know, just arena. That could be a fun bit while we're down there, just tweeting all the lots at the Coyotes. Like, put an arena here. <laughs> Why not put an arena there? Options. <laughs> or like a small building that you'd think could fit 4,500 people in it, like the <laughs> rink from what just happened there? Camera, the camera went out. <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, now you're all off Quick camera, camera like me. <laughs> That's what Dan's recording? been doing. He's been trying to Google out. How do I hack We're this camera? It's still moving, I think. Oilers Nation. There we go. I got an ad up there just in time. Good for you. <laughs> Definitely didn't 
panic. Before we get to uh, hot and cold performers, ooh, I'm late already. God, before hot and cold performers, uh, real quick question. Connor McDavid needs 150 points to hit the thousand point mark in his career. January. January 2024. <laughs> All right. Wow. Yeah, he'll hit it this year. Hot as a pistol coming out of <laughs> March. Yeah, he'll get it. You think he gets it? Yeah. Yeah. Game like 71. Yeah, sometime in so March. What does he need? 124? 150. 150 even. Oh, okay. He's got 850 career points right now. Yeah. Yeah, he'll hit it. I think he's going to hit it too. Unless something goes wrong. Hopefully nothing does. You leave the room right now. You should leave the room right now. I'm good. I'll well, I got one more segment right now. <laughs> oh that would make me leave. <laughs> For our friends at uh, Wilhock Well. Well. We'll see what happens. You had a hard out. <laughs> you have a hard out. Watch me sprint out of here. It's a quick waddle. Well, now it's a soft out. <laughs> yeah. I need some cornerstone insurance in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> For our friends at Wilhog Beef Jerky, three locations around the city. So somebody is asking what to expect from the from the party. <laughs> that uh, Wilhog Beef Jerky, three locations in and around the city: Spruce Grove, Leduc, and West Edmonton Mall, right near the Ice Palace. Go get yourself some pickled eggs. Make yourself a vest out of beef jerky, and you'll have the most stylish and snackable clothing wear for. Q4, 2023. <laughs> uh, start a new season in style with beef, Will Hog Beef Jerky. Or it's just the weekend. You're hungry. Go get something to eat. Got it? Good. It's the best beef jerky you'll ever put in your mouth. I promise you that. Hot cold performers. We're going to start off with our veggies as we always do. Mr. Tyler, your Umchuck, you were sitting to my right in the new studio. We're going to start with you. Your Will Hawk Beef Jerky. Cold performer of the week. The Blue Jays bats. I mean, you can. What would happen? <laughs> you can bitch about managerial upper management decisions, runners pitchers on, or whatever. Runners on second base. You can't win a game zero zero. You got to score runs. Blue Jays bats. I hate you. They are just fucking ass right they now. They are. They were. <laughs> they were. <laughs> That's so unexpected. I just, I don't we got know. old buttons on this roadcaster in here, and I like it. Can't believe you got AI Dan to say that. Yeah, it's really. <laughs> man, the voice filter is getting really good now. Rick, you're up next. Your Will Hawk Beef Jerky, cold performer of the week. I was in the grocery store the other day, just walking down an aisle, and right there were advent calendars. Wow. There's Christmas decorations out already. It's all, it was like October 3rd. It's way, way, way too early. I'm upset. Liam, you're up next. You're Will Hawk, Beef Jerky, Cold Performer of the Week. Um, Capilano McDonald's. Horrendous. Every time I go, I have to wait for my coffee to be made. Like, literally, like, park me up to get my coffee. Wait a minute. You drive through and they had you pull ahead just for a coffee? For a coffee. But are they, so using, get, those, are get, they using those pods per coffee? No, I don't they know. have to wait for the coffee to drip, you guys. They're oh, growing no. the beans while they're so, waiting. So the, today I went, and I, I got a French vanilla. I shouldn't say I got a coffee. And they gave me a double-double, and I didn't find out until I got to the office. So them. Why are you the way that you are? <laughs> I hate so much about the things that you choose to be. <laughs> Nation Dan, you're up next. Your Will Hog Beef Jerky Cold Performer of the Week. Well, here I thought, as not a non-coffee drinker, that Double Doubles were only served at Tim Hortons. So I thought it was really weird that you got a Tim Hortons coffee after you're that. You're telling me. But uh, my Cold Performer of the Week is going to go out to the thief that stole from George the Rock. Uh, this morning, if you've missed it, he has it on his social media. His card store in Laval got broken into. Uh, so to the thief that stole from George's, you get my cold performer of the week. However, 
if there's a video of you meeting George's after this, that would be my heart performer. So <laughs> are you thrilled? I'm not. My cold performer of the week is actually me. I have very few life skills for an adult my age. <laughs> my uh, dryer broke down and it's broken. And I tried to fix it by going to YouTube and I just probably made things worse. And you need those, those glasses. Yeah. Right? I, I need something. Yeah. Those glasses. More you tell them what's wrong and the glasses tell you how to fix it. Really? I need something that I'm more equipped with than the shitty life skills that I currently possess. So you thought you know, about asking do you know how to buy a new one? Um, that's where I'm late for the delivery of my new dryer. <laughs> Whatever. Just tell me leave it on this front step. It'll be fine. No, man. I need somebody to haul it down there and you need to plug that in. I don't know what I'm doing. Somebody well, come save that, me. That's just a plug in. Well, I hope so. <laughs> anyway, my Wilhawk cold performer of the week is me. Burr, burr. <laughs> All right, let's finish off the podcast with some positive news. Dan, you're up first. Your Wilhock Beef Jerky Hop Performer of the Week. Well, mine is just going to go to the producers of Big Brother this season. They've put on one hell of a show, and I think Big Brother's back. I like this right here. Diddy likes it too. Liam Horriban, you're up next. Your Wilhock Beef Jerky Hop Performer of the Week. Um, I don't really have anything too big for my Hop Performer of the Week this week, so I'm going to give mine to, uh, to Ben Gleason. For making his name known in this city and having a good preseason. Woo! Friday, baby! Yeah, let's celebrate Friday! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> you, Rick, t- you tickled one of two different buttons there. Well, <laughs> boy. Rick, you're up next. Your Will Hog Beef Jerky Hop Form of the Week. It's the return of Nickelback. They were yeah. just here. They're coming back for the outdoor game. I don't know. You might be able to find a couple of tickets somewhere if you look hard. Or not hard at all. There was plenty. Pour it on! <laughs> Come to Greta. There you go. Why? <laughs> We've got 15 pairs of event passes for something. Oh, yes. Won't tell you what. Tyler, I'm check. You're up. You're New Drake on. album dropped this morning for all the dogs. Oh, oh. He's a hot guy. <laughs> woof, woof. Song with J. Cole is very good. I uh, still prefer skinny Drake when he looked like a bobblehead. Fair. You know, in the motto era. Mm-hmm. That's the Drake to me. Looking forward to listening to that on the way to pick up my new dryer that I'm late for. <laughs> Wrap up the podcast. My hot performer of the week is Blink Way T's got new songs out. They're great. I love them. I'm dancing. I'm in high school again. I'm having a great time. Blink, you rule. The big guy is smoking hot. Honorary Cole performer of the week. Not uh, goes to Liam for not stealing the Tom DeLong signed guitar from his uncle. <laughs> Me. Thank you very much. Lastly, I just want to mention really quickly, our friends at Cornerstone Insurance. If you go to cornerstoneins.ca forward slash nation, you can get a quote in just a couple of minutes. You can get an exclusive rate on your insurance products just for using the promo code nation. You need insurance, your car, your house, both or otherwise. Our friends at Cornerstone Insurance are the ones to help you. Cornerstoneins.ca forward slash nation. Tyler, we're going to wrap up this podcast with some words of hope from Tyler Uremchuk. Go ahead. Every day's a new day. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. 
Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.